Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Texting. We're up right early to make sure we get to this episode mañana. It's Shade. Who am I joined by? It's Chels Pinky and Glenn. Yes, it is fucking early. Wow, these girls sound crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, how early did you... You seem awake. How? Because <laughs> I've been awake I, for three minutes. <laughs> I have to go get my eyebrows done at Shoba. With oh, that's why she rushed us to get her my, eyebrows done. That's right. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and my appointment's at 11 and I see the owner. She's only there on Tuesdays. So that's the name of that tune. Um, do we have read or replied, ladies? Um, read or reply. Yeah, I'll go. Um, I'll reply to yet another wedding. Um, my friend Sarah got married to her college lover um iffy and it was a beautiful ceremony um day one was the evo traditional wedding so fun um had a lot of jollof rice and goat Mm -hmm. um day two was a rock nation themed brunch also very fun cute um yeah and then day three was yeah, it was right. so fun That's and fun. cute. Yeah. Um, and day three was the um, American wedding ceremony. And it was just beautiful. Like, again, Black love, big fan of it. Um, the traditions mm-hmm. that uh, Igbo people have um, is beautiful. Like, I, I'm like, am I allowed to steal some? If technically, we all came from West Africa. Like, can I steal some of these little traditions? Um, anyways. It was great. Congratulations to them. Sarah, you did not miss with the food. All of the mm. meals were delicious, mm. as would be expected. This is my friend that opened up St. Theo's. She's like a foodie. Oh, um, oh. Yeah, so every meal was like absolutely delicious. Oh, and then I love that at her wedding, um, instead of just like a DJ, she had like percussion. And like, so it felt like we were at homecoming. They were like, with the horns, running around the dance floor. Lit. Yeah, it was really fucking cool. Um, and then red. Um, I don't know if I have a red. Yeah, I don't know if I have a, I have a red. I've been having a good good time. <laughs> we love to see it. Glenn, do you, do you want me to go? Um, I'll go. I'm going to reply. I mentioned this in the past, but I don't think that I made it on that episode, but I um, booked this woman to come and help me clean out my closet because Mm -hmm. it's literally something I'm always trying to do. And I do all the time and still end up doing again. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I think I need some professional help. So I brought in this woman (laughs) on Instagram. Her name is Laird in Liberty, Um, like Laird and then the letter N and Liberty, L-I-B-E-R-T-E. Um, girl, I go in that closet right now, I can see, like, there's, like, seven things hanging up, and I'm so happy about it. Mm-hmm. I got rid of, like, seven boxes of clothes, 
And now I just want to like refill it with stuff I like. And as we were going through, she was like, yeah, that's nice. But we can like get the same version of that, but like ele- an elevated version of that. Now that you know that you want to keep that, we can add these things, like really like building the wardrobe. And it was a lot of fun and cute. Um, and then on red, <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave this man on red that keeps emailing me for my job, actually. Oh my God. Uh, I just opened my phone because I take notes of my on Reddit replies. This man has been sending me back-to-back emails. Hey, hi. Girl, girl, girl. I just started a new job, listeners. I didn't really share that with you guys, but yes, I did. Um, Shade, on Reddit reply. Yes. Um, okay. I'm gonna reply to okay, this is really bizarre, but I randomly woke up at like five o'clock in the morning and then I couldn't sleep for like almost an hour. But then my brain was just going with all these ideas and I wrote them all down. So that was like a nice weird thing because I'd been meaning to kind of like make some proactive plans and then I just had like a rush of inspiration and I wrote it all down on my phone. I also bought some stocks. Um, so that was nice. (laughs) So I'm going to reply to randomly waking up at five o'clock in the morning and jotting down the notes and, and, and copying, copying some stocks. Um, that was nice. That's where Um, my best ideas happen all the time. (laughs) I hope, I hope there's a good return on investment. I hope I made good choices at five o'clock in the morning. Right. Um, I am leaving on red, uh, this conversation. I'm very torn that, so I don't know if you guys are familiar. I think I sent you guys this a while ago. Jay Balvin made a music video with Dominican rapper Tokisha. And in the video, he's like walking these two Afro Latina women as though they are dogs. The song is called Perra, whatever. Here's my thing. Feel what you what you will about it. I personally didn't really think it was that crazy because of the theme of the song. However, the comments people are making are so strange. They're like, are you going to cancel him now? You guys want to cancel everybody? Right. Let's cancel him too. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like, this is not cancel like... Cancel video. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Which YouTube did. It's removed. It's yeah, disgusting. YouTube took it down, but I'm just like... What? Like, wh- when did this become like a thing? Like, like I know it's a thing, but it's just weird to watch people actually like type it out. Like, oh, so we're canceling him now too, right, guys? I'm like, y'all are fucking weirdos. It feels and... like everybody is saying like, oh, so we're canceling this, none, none of that, right? So then, who are the people that are actually canceling people? Like, I feel like I only hear people critiquing canceling. Like, <laughs> it's like really the people saying, oh, wow, we're we gonna cancel the, the person more than the people saying, let's cancel the person. That I don't fucking get it. Conversation. I, I don't you know can't I mean? cancel someone, Nobody's but you can hold them accountable. Canceling people. <laughs> yeah. So I saw two posts. One was a post that actually like um, fucking shaka bars. And then, <laughs> and, and what's also interesting is like, people are like, oh, he, would, he wouldn't be doing this to Hispanics. And I'm like, 
the women yeah, are fucking it. Dominican. Like, what is happening? Like, I'm That's not trying to say that what he did was okay or not okay, but I'm just like, yeah. Just, but that also makes sense just, though, because in the Latin community, a black person is not necessarily deemed Latin. So I could understand what he means. Okay. Sure. I don't know but if he I, went into detail, but like that's that would be my interpretation of that. It was just people being like, "Oh, he wouldn't do this to his own people," or like, th- "Like I like can't believe white. they did this to black people," mm-hmm. and and like I don't know. I guess people thought this was like filmed in L.A. or I assume that these people think that these are like black American women, and I'm like, they are still black, but they are also of his culture. I don't know, whatever. It just feels like clickbaity, some of the headlines and some of the things, and then people just like get into this mob mentality and it weirds me out. But mm. that's that's my take on it. I mean, I'm glad YouTube took it off. The imagery it like made me so uncomfortable and like is so inappropriate given the history of our world. Um so shout out to YouTube for that decision, in my opinion. Oh, I did have something on red, and I think it blends into the group chat. Okay. So what I'm leaving on red are not all AKAs, but the AKAs that are <laughs> trying to get mad at HBO and Insecure. Um, that shit a woman, is hilarious. A woman, um, I won't say her Twitter because she's already getting dragged. She tweeted, okay, so hold up. This girl is not, my sor- not a soror and had my shield on her body at Issa <laughs> Rae at Insecure HBO. Please do not do this do that again. That's wildly disrespectful. So I just wanted to read some of the responses. The first one coming from the Issa Rae herself. She responded, oh shit, let me tell HBO to delete the one, to delete one of the upcoming episodes then. Hold on, sis. (laughs) Um, She's just like so sarcastic and funny and I love her. Um, Someone else wrote, breaking, local woman discovers actors are paid to pretend to be things they are not. (laughs) <laughs> someone else said girl what y'all gonna do ski we her to death it's a tv show correct they really might and, try and then another woman who's a fellow aka wrote soror it's a trade it's trademarked it literally couldn't air without approval first please delete this mm. <laughs> help help them lord help them my goodness, that's a black girl doing um, shit. Yes, that does transition us nicely. Uh, I don't know if you ladies have a black girl doing shit, but on this Issa episode, Rae. I did. Yes, I did want to get into talking through insecure. So I want to shout out all the black women from the show: Issa Rae, Yvonne Orji, Natasha Rothwell. I want to say. Mm-hmm. I hope um, I didn't write their last names, and now I'm just doing it off the dome. Amanda Seals. Melina Matsukis, Shiona Torini, just probably so many more. But those were the first ones that came to the top of my mind. If you don't know, Insecure is on their final season. It's season five. And the episode aired this past Sunday. Um, So I think all all of America, but definitely Black female America, (laughs) has tuned in and has things to say. So... We had to kind of get into it. But then I also wanted to talk about our own personal shit since it's a solo, like kind of what we're going through in our lives. And I was like, oh my God, and what a great parallel this could be. <gasps> I forgot about Hotline Bling. That's okay. We can skip. 
continue. Do you guys, you have do you guys see how this goes? You guys, <laughs> you listen, you hear this. Listener? The listeners want to hear about HBO, right? Listeners and insecure, right? Can I get a right? Yeah, nope. they said, yeah, girl. Well, okay. then let's hop into the group chat then. We're going to hop into the group chat. Hotline doesn't blingeth today. And now a word from our sponsors. Chelsea, Sade, and I have all been on our own workout journeys this year. And let me tell you, it has been a journey. For me, I always get thrown off because whenever I have a day planned to go to the gym and something comes up, I got to work late, I get invited to last minute drinks with friends, I end up missing days and days and days at the gym and then I get thrown off my game. That's why we were all so excited when Obey Fitness entered the group chat a few months ago. Basically, Obey is a digital fitness platform that streams daily live classes with a ton of on-demand options too. When I only have 10 minutes, I squeeze in a Pilates core. And when I'm feeling spicy, I go for a dance hit, which literally will have me dripping in sweat. Whatever my mood or schedule, it's always so easy to find a workout that makes me feel good. Plus, it's vibey. The soundtracks are always bumping and the instructors are so much fun. And the best part is you can add your friends on the Obey app. So the girls and I have been able to work out together and hold each other accountable. Real talk is probably the best time I've had working out. So if you're waiting for a sign, this is it. You can use code BGT to get one month free at Obey Fitness. That's obefitness.com. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. Okay, ladies. So first off, um, we've all had a lot of major life transitions. So I want to update the people. But first, did everyone watch the show? Chelsea, were you able to watch the yes, show? Yes, I stayed up and I watched. Okay. So what do we think? Like, what are just initial Amazing. reactions? Amazing. Hilarious. I was cackling when she, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the show, you should probably turn this off. Yeah. Um, Correct. When she, uh, when they got robbed, mm. <laughs> that was hilarious. The fact that everyone thought Kelly was dead, also hilarious. I was so foolish. <laughs> felt so bad for her. I thought that was interesting. Oh, Issa's, uh, when she was on the panel and it was like, like the awkwardness was like palatable. Also hilarious. And then sadness when she broke up with Lawrence yet again. Oh, I was so tight and annoyed. I um, Shout out the, to the Brooklyn Maidens. They hosted a screening at Dumbo House. It was mad fun. And we're just in there with mad Black people. I feel like that's where the show was supposed to be watched. And I also mm-hmm. love that like now for the next like two months, we're all like in this conversation together. Like I feel yeah. like the show brings us together. And I was rewatching some old episodes and I was like, God, they like, they really nailed it. Like, this is so true to our experiences. But I, I was thinking about this in terms of the panel, Chelsea. Like, I love that scene because she was so raw on the panel. Like, this, there's, mm-hmm. we're seeing Issa step up being like, yeah, wow, I'm being considered like an alumni who has made it. That's uh, an entrepreneur. This man is over here quoting Biggie lyrics. it was so cringe i was cringing and then she said something like honest about it being about authenticity and that every day is different i'm like that was a bar like and the fact that she even just said that like on the screen i think was important for viewers to see too Mm -hmm. i don't know that show was phenomenal Mm -hmm. and wasn't it interesting though that people don't want to digest that like they'd prefer like you know sometimes we've talked about this in private like these like girl boss brunches where like these girls are saying like fucking quotes exactly nonsense like nothing real and that's what people want to receive like she's saying some real ass shit and it's like not being 
crickets celebrated. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And I also related to that because we've been on many panels and like technically we are CEOs, right? Technically. But we're not like millionaires. We're not like where we want to be in life yet. We're still on a journey. Um, And like, so when we're on panels, it's like, do you give them the cheesy line? Right. Do you keep it a hundred? Like <laughs> and like fear looking like a loser. Like mm-hmm. what do you do? It was interesting. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, guys, I didn't love it, but I know that there's more to come. You're such a weirdo. What? I just felt like there were certain parts that were like, this doesn't make any sense to me. But I get it. What? It's a show. What did it make? What, what did it make sense? <laughs> I was like, they really went to Oakland and their friend is going to rob them. Like, this is so ridiculous. I mean, and kind of so sketchy friend. She was kind of campy. Friend. But I was like, okay, cute. Well, I'll lean into the camp. I'll lean into it. And I think, I think that was always a- been campy too. Yes. But. And that was an important moment because we needed a, like a little icebreaker for icebreaker. Molly, right? We exactly. needed them to remember that they are fucking on the same page. They fucks with each other. <sighs> Who else would you want to get fucking robbed with? Your best friend, like, but I didn't love it. But I think it'll get. I think it'll get better. What's not to love? I'm taking it personal. Wow, yo, you really I'm not are. Gonna front. Last season, I was like, this show don't make no sense. Like, I, I had that feeling a lot at the time. But I look back at what has what has been made, and I'm just like, what? It's a brilliant fucking show. Like, Definitely, narratively, it's amazing. So I was watching back. Remember when Lawrence and Issa have that like raw and honest like date that lasts for mad long and they fuck and they get back together kind of. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And then like the next episode she goes with Maui and they have that awkward tiptoeing ass, not being real ass brunch. Mm-hmm. I'm so slow. I did not realize that that was made like purposefully to show like the dichotomy. Um, but I keep looking at like how they're playing between these two relationships throughout the show. And we talk a lot about how that show is supposed to be about friendship. So like she goes to this reunion, she and Molly are brought back together in this crazy way. And then she gets back to LA and breaks up with your boy Lawrence. And. Picked her up from the airport. Yep. The, so the friendship is strengthening, but yet again, this thing yeah. with Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think she should have broken up with Lawrence? Like how did that, like how did, you know, what was your reaction to that? So I want you guys to save that. Because that is actually my what would you do for you ladies. Oh, okay. Hold mm. that thought. Put a pin in it. Because I want to know what you think, but I also want to know what you would do if you were Issa. Okay. And see everyone. I mean, it's my... What's my... another theme you want to <laughs> talk about? So I wanted you guys to actually, if, if you'd be so kind, <laughs> tell me what's going on in your lives and and how you all are navigating these these weird days. I mean, Chelsea might only be 25. Some of us are coming up on 30. Um, there's been lots of transitions. We have transition episodes. If you guys want, I'll kick it off. And then yes. you guys can uh, go from there. So I was like working on this episode. And literally this time last year, I broke up with my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend. Mm. Um, and I remembered because it was like right before Halloween and it was like a whole thing but basically I was like whoa isn't it like cliche but it's very crazy what could happen in a year but also Mm -hmm. like not just the fact that like I had broken up with this person but just where I was mentally 
I don't know if I told you guys this, and by you guys, I mean the listeners, but when I broke up with my ex, I did some dumb shit. I went through his shit, and I found things that I didn't want to find, and they always say when you go looking, mm. you find it. Um, Yeah, you want to know what's so crazy now that I reflect on my breakup? I didn't really tell anyone. I just kind of, like, did it. No, I remember that. Yeah, you didn't want to know. That then, I know. And then it was just over, and then eventually, months later, people were like, where's that man <laughs> that was in your life and I was like oh we broke up <laughs> like what because I didn't want to talk about it I didn't want to get into it I didn't want to get into the shenanigans but now I can gladly get into the shenanigans so I went through shit found some shit I didn't like and I was like very relieved I wasn't even mad about the breakup like I cried a little bit I called my dad I was like dad I fucked up and he was like it's okay <laughs> you fucked up I said I fucked up because I went through his shit oh. obviously he fucked yeah. up because he did some fuck shit yeah, but it was like a combination of I was more upset that I like came out of my character because I was just going fucking crazy. Right, like, this man was actually making me a crazy person, and I was more upset about the like shift in my behavior and how it was impacting me than I was about what he did because he's a fucking idiot. I mean, God bless him. I hope he's great. But <laughs> I saw him the other day. He oh right. <laughs> Right. And that was mad funny to me. <laughs> that was so funny. But I was like, how can I become a better person? And literally, like, my therapist was like, whoa, I didn't see this one coming. And I was just like, had to go, had to get snipped. I thought I was going to be like spiraling down into like a deep, dark depression. And I was so Gucci. It was crazy. I was like, well, this needed to go. This was dead weight mm-hmm. hanging on to me poisoning my soul i mean you, you'd had so many breakups and like things and falling outs and da, da, da. i think by the time the final one happens you're kind of like last straw yeah like i have nothing left to give like, i had I nothing left to everything give. before I had all of nothing. my screaming and cr- my fucking tears and literally my, this nigga get on my fucking nerves like i don't got no more Ariana no Grande, no more <laughs> tears left to cry yeah. for all our ariana fans out there it was Head like ass actually absurd like the way we got into it we were like screaming at each other and I'm like sitting outside my car outside my house in my car and then I was just like you're a psychopath and I don't want to do this (laughs) it's wild how that works like I was having a debate with one of my guy friends because he was talking about Kourtney Kardashian and Travis and he was like yeah but like all of a sudden she realized she didn't like Scott. Like she had three kids with him. She was with him for since college. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And I was like, that's how it works. Like sometimes right. it is the last fucking straw and you're just done. Like, and you've accepted yep. shit for so long. And then like something clicks in your brain mm-hmm. and you're like, actually I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. And those like, are the most complicated. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that like, like having the kid, I think adds layers and like, having been your college sweetheart or whatever like I feel like that makes it so much harder I heard someone say oh my god I the woman's name is like Esther she's the she's the white lady that I keep telling you guys to listen to her podcast oh yes Esther Perel Esther Perel she's a psychotherapist and she talks a lot about like relationships and and love and she's always like you will always say I should have left sooner after the fact but like in that moment, you weren't ready. She's like, right. 
you couldn't bear the thought of like not waking up with them. You couldn't bear the thought of having to like split time with your kids. Like you had to like build up to that moment. So like, sure. In retrospect, you want to be like, Oh, I should have left or, Oh, this should have ended so much sooner. But like, you just have to get to that, that point. And that yeah. takes a lot. Like there's, there's so definitely a line. It. There's definitely a line For to sure. that though, because I, and it's something that I've had a conversation with my current uh, lover about, and he'll say things like, like he once said to me, like women never admit when they were in the wrong and they mm. caused the end. And I have spoken to like older women who are like, yeah, like I probably in re- retrospect, he was a great guy and like we just needed to work on things and I ended it prematurely, if that makes sense. Hmm. So yeah. they shouldn't have left, basically. Yeah, like there was one that got away. Got it. I believe in that. Yeah. Maybe. Mm, maybe. Yeah. I don't think that's your situation. Yeah, like not in <laughs> but, this situation. No, 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 no. But that, that, that can exist. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that one, that's probably even harder to admit because it's like, mm-hmm. uh, like actually, I fucked this up. Didn't Adele yep. recently say that? She was like, she was saying all these like terrible things about this guy, but like now that she's older, she was the issue. <gasps> I didn't know that. Like, like the like the inspiration of her songs. Like, people. yeah, you know how it was all about like this terrible guy and he yeah. broke her heart and da da da. She did an interview. I don't know if it was for Vogue or uh, uh, Rolling Stone, but one of those big publications. And she said, looking back on it now, I was the issue. That takes damn hot take. It does, and it takes time for you to realize that. Mm-hmm. And so it was reminding me a lot, like when I was working on this, it was reminding me a lot of Molly because like the whole time she kept like wanting to go back to her old habits and then having to like check herself and be like, okay, wait, I don't want to do these things. I don't want to do these things. Let me not do this because it would have been so easy for her to like hook up with her like fuck buddy from college. I would have definitely done that. But, but see, I think this is an example of what I'm saying like Molly is fucking problematic. Like we've seen her date many people. She's a horrible uh, partner, in my opinion. Like I could never date someone. Like Not that. a great oh God, partner. She's so no. fucking selfish and she's self- the worst. Like, <laughs> she has a lot of growing to do. And I think, I mean, I did love the talk when Issa was like, you weren't pressed about him. Why are you pressed about him now? But there is also a reality of, I don't know how old Molly's supposed to be. Maybe like in her 30s, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. And, like, her having this, like, very bad dating history and, like, mm-hmm. nothing sticking, nothing's working. And this idea of, like, what if that was a good match for her? And she mm-hmm. kind of just blew him off when she was young and free and da 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 But, like, what if that is something she could revisit? And that was because it didn't seem like there was any issue with him. It didn't seem like there was anything negative about him. It seemed like he was a good guy. It just seemed like she was young and, like, kind of full of herself and you know mm-hmm. so I don't know I think that is interesting I wonder if they're gonna uh let that love story play out or if it's you know not but yeah I thought that was interesting how she was like kind of regretful yeah I found him corny as hell I was like this nigga sucks damn Glenn what did he, he do to you we didn't even know him we didn't even right. know him just why are you him? talking to me about now how you have a king size bed like why are we talking about beds in this conversation like I don't it's like a that. joke she because they used it. to she sleep said all, yeah she said all you had to offer was a twin size bed, bed. Said, now i have a king, I have a king size bed. That was i funny, don't know actually. i just thought he was trying to be sexual <laughs> i didn't like it 
And I'm like, <laughs> she's another joke. I know. I didn't realize that she started it. I didn't realize that she started it. I was like, don't be talking to me about your bed, sir. Oh my lord. Um, yeah. And but I do think that that okay. Two things. She was. She when she met Andrew was like about to let him go for off some bullshit, but mm-hmm. um, she gave it like another go, even though she was mm-hmm. not good at it, as we said. Um. But I think that that dude in this this first episode was important to show her perspective and like trying to reel herself back in from like future tripping and fantasizing a lot, which is what she yes. used to do a lot and was in therapy a lot for. Same. She was ready to like spiral into that. And there's that moment in the show where Issa's like, I liked when you like just didn't really care that much. Like that was what made you so cool. And I think that's why that relationship worked. Like you just weren't pressed. And she was but like, that's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. future tripping yes i think molly sometimes goes overboard like you don't have to be obsessing over this guy you could have a date you could have a drink you could get a coffee whatever get to see if there's something there um but i feel like there's a middle ground like i feel like it's she's not a 19 year old who like doesn't have a care in the world at this point she's like mm-hmm. seems to me that she's like ready to like find her person so like I wouldn't be cutting people out for no reason like if that's someone who you had a connection with in my opinion I feel like there's a middle road that like this show doesn't necessarily explore it's like extremes of like I don't give a fuck I'm 30 but I'm act like I'm 15 and (laughs) I don't give a fuck or which is how it used to act sometimes even though it's hilarious it's not (laughs) realistic or beneficial in my opinion or um Molly who's like obsessed and turns into a fucking stalker and like a weirdo like after a first date you know what i'm saying you could just explore it have a coffee with him but i think and and this is was my takeaway from that moment that that is her like bad habit like oh okay this thing didn't work out someone is showing interest i'm just gonna jump into it mm-hmm. and yeah. like it she was like she said something I, I can't remember the exact quote but she was just like you know what i need to focus on me like sure she could have pursued things with that guy but I also do this where like if I'm like feeling like oh I need some type of like entertainment or like I I need a moment like I will do that with a human being and like that's not okay so I like that she at least like checked herself if she gets to the the mentality where she could be like okay I'm doing this like it'll be mutually beneficial this is not just for me to like feel good about myself then I think that's a good thing like literally I broke up with my ex. I think I was fucking somebody 24 hours later. Like, that was just, like, yeah, bad habit. Bad, 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 bad. Well, yes, again, (laughs) jumping into it is not my suggestion, but a coffee, you know, could have been a nice thing. But um, (laughs) maybe some oat milk? Right. Hold the dick. Okay. <laughs> Not hold the dick. Hold the dick. I said a coffee. Hold the dick. You don't need any dick. Just Oh, coffee. my God. Coffee can lead to dick. I'm just saying. Oh, definitely. The way that man talking about his bed. <laughs> I don't trust it, son. Um, okay, so Glenn. Yeah. Um, I mentioned at the top of the show, I started a new job. It has been very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I work now like in an industry that I'm really interested in and there are some moments where I get to join in on conversations that really excite me and go to like creative meetings and pitch meetings and things like that that are really cool um, 
it's very interesting to see how money gets uh, allocated towards things and just like, it's just mm-hmm. wild. Like I'm just watching deals being made and it's very interesting. Um, and then I'm also having to field a lot of questions and I'm kind of working on the, like, like a strict, like strategic side, just getting people organized, all sorts of things that come up. And it's just wild to me how there could be companies with like so much bread and people like cannot all communicate on like the same platform or like meet minds. I'm trying to be kind of vague, but I feel like you guys know what I mean. <laughs> you know, like there, it can be so hard to find structure sometimes. Uh, it's like, like they need some organization. Yeah. And it's like, this is a giant company. How is this possible? La, 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 la. <laughs> Um, uh, it's challenging. It is very challenging, but it it has been interesting to step into this entirely new tax bracket. And I'm trying to find <laughs> ways to like balance like my spending. Um, like I've been going out with, when I hang out with like all my friends, like my artist friends, my freelancer friends and shit, I just find myself running up my card. I'm like, I got it. I got it. Don't worry. I got it. I just keep doing it because I'm like, girl, literally two weeks ago, it was me and you here like, all right, I guess we're going to get the coffee. We could share a cookie. <laughs> no, nah, I wasn't like never that bad. <laughs> but um, but <laughs> You had a job. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. <laughs> a full-time one. <laughs> but I am just like, yeah, just like running it up, running it up. Um, I'm only on my second well, paycheck. Well, shit, what, you, what you doing later? Bitch. Right, I- I haven't seen the benefits of this. Yeah, the fuck? Y'all don't need it. It's not for y'all. <laughs> you don't know what I need. <laughs> um, yeah, but then at the same time, I'm finding people making comments. Like, I was at a friend's birthday this weekend, and there was, like, the assumption that I was going to buy stuff. And, like, girl, you make enough money to do this. Are you telling people how much money you make? You know she is. <laughs> Oh, hell no. I don't even think you know how much money I make. Yeah, I do. Maybe <laughs> you, like, maybe you and, like, one other person, but I don't be telling nobody. That's where you fucked up. Yeah, I'm realizing that. I'm like, oh, Plus, yeah, you're not fucking Cardi B. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. That's tacky. <laughs> I don't think so. For people to assume that oh. now that you make more money, you're going to oh. be buying them things? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's techie. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought you meant telling people. Telling people. Like, in my friend circles, we be telling each other what we make for context. Like, well, yeah, like, you all oh, work at the like, same you company. You could ask. No, no, no. Even not in that company. Like, oh. outside of that. Like, oh, I thought you meant in that group. Rates, I was like, well, I would like, so. What are you charging yeah. for these articles? Like, things like that. And I have right. friends that want to work in the industry that I'm working in. So we just talk like very openly about that type of stuff to like, yeah. But anyway, yeah, those people actually are not in that world at all, but just are yeah, in my business. Um, so that has been interesting. And in yeah. In your business or you are sharing your business? Sharing and then now they're in it. <laughs> ah, okay. They were invited. They were because I had this whole thing where like I had just started this job that I really actually liked a lot and then I got this other opportunity to leave the job and I was like very torn um 
And then part of the partially, I was like, this money is crazy. Like, what? Like, when is this going to happen again? And like, damn, maybe this will, will put me in, like, put me on this path that I want to go on. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that it's going to come with a lot of challenges. And I've already experienced, I'm experiencing them every single day. Um, so then I start to have these thoughts of like, what is it all for? Like, joy, working with people you really love, not making as much money. Or like making bread and just gritting and bearing, you know. But I mean, the latter, I'm just like. Then there's also that the like when you start to make more money, being like, shit, is this gonna go away? Like wait, like just waiting for like something to go wrong, you know? Like not feeling completely stable and comfortable in it. I've always had that kind of feeling about money. I think it's that the way that I grew up with like. Um, my parents are entrepreneurs, so there's just like ebbs and flows of income at any given time, depending mm-hmm. on like what where the industry is. And I've always just chased like financial stability and security. So even though I'm at this space right now, I'm like kind of like, uh oh, when is it gonna go away? Like I'm just always on that time. This is um, a total aside. Can I ask yeah. you guys a quick question? What is your first memory of money? Oh, I know mine. Okay. My sister's dad, shout out to TC. Um, every time I would see him, I would say, can I get a big face? And he thought it was so cute that basically I would not accept like a dollar or 10. A big face was a hundred dollar bill. The face on it was oh. big. So all the other ones had like little faces and a hundred dollar bill had a big face. And every time I saw him, I would pull up like, can I get a big face? And he thought it was funny. I love that. <laughs> I was like four. Can I get a big face? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, Glenn, what's yours? I don't remember really. I just remember having like a purse with like two like like five dollar bill in it or some shit. Like when I was a, a child, like walking around okay. with my little coins, but like I don't really have a stand out memory. Yeah. I'm asking because my friend's a financial advisor and he like says that a lot of times your first memories of money or the way you think about it, like influence like your patterns now and what you're describing, I want to say he said is like an aggregator. So like you can be like very paranoid about money. It It's a habit of like immigrant parents, but also like parent, like boomer parents or like post-depression trickles where they're like, always need to have more they're like hoarding and saving they're like the under the mattress yeah. people. yeah <laughs> yours sounds like a scammer <laughs> sounds like a baller mentality no i'm just like you know it'll come yeah okay yeah so he told me mine is my parents used to uh shop at costco and i would take the snacks and sell it to people at school and he's like oh okay so you've got like a hustle mentality so you always think more money is coming in like you yeah aren't tripping because you think it's coming in so maybe <laughs> scammer slash hustler down here yeah because i had hundreds of dollars <laughs> in my little purse oh, okay <laughs> sorry good it just no made me that's think of that. i mean i think that's so interesting <laughs> i definitely have like scarcity mindset i'm like any day now they're gonna be like uh, 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 who is they I, oh I, student I, loans you owe? I will say or my job is just gonna be like girl sorry you're getting clipped like you know I think probably most black people have a level of scarcity mindset, right? Or maybe they don't. And I think they're delusional for Mm -hmm. not having it because like sometimes, and I always make, I always make like this comment in like different ways, but like 
you know, like sometimes people like black people with money, I'm like, you know, this can all go away. Like one cop can mistake you for a fucking criminal or something, you know, and you could get caught up in the system and all that shit goes away. You know what I'm saying? Like a blemish mm-hmm. can get on you. I never thought and about that. I think about that as, as a, as black people, things can go away. I'm very much like if it push comes to shove, I'm going down to Florida. There's a little room in the back. I think it yeah, has but that's cable. not having money. That would be a very different lifestyle if you have yeah. to go down to Florida and live in the back. That's I not what you're trying to do. Some cable in the room, and uh, I could go probably work out something down there. A little Target, a little something, a little hustle. I'm like worst case scenario, I got some food and probably a roof. It's not that bad. I think it has Netflix. I mean, yeah, I've been oh. calling my mom for advice a lot because, like, again, my days have been challenging. And she's like, you just got to do this job. Like, you got nothing to lose. Like, you got nothing to lose. Like, I'm like, ah, okay. Uh, I just want to do the right thing. Because uh, I'm trying to stay here. Um, and I, my mom was just like, just go all in. Like, and if it doesn't work, like you're saying, like, what? You, you, I'll be okay. But, like, you I want it to just work. Fine. Of so, course, but you know, like I it will work. You, mm-hmm. you can't get like so paranoid. Like that's mm-hmm. also just not good for your health. Ooh, child, yes. Um, I'm working remote for the first time, and I thought it was gonna actually be like uh, put me into a depression, low key. Shit's cute. I don't mind it. Oh, <laughs> I do not mind it. I was just like, fuck. I'm gonna be in the house too much. Ah. Uh, I do find that, like, yesterday I was sitting at my desk all day and I looked up, it was, like, 6 p.m. And I was like, fuck, I've been just here, zoned into the computer. I haven't stood up. You know, I used to work in a fucking school. I could go, oh, my God, I just realized I had a dream about one of my students last night. That's so interesting. And it was so sweet. I was, like, I, I was like reading a book, actually. I was, like, doing story time. Um, wow. Well, you need That's to get up. You can't do that. You should. Yeah. Put time on your calendar, lunch, or yeah, like I wanted like be, be the day. kind of girl that takes walks. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the middle of the day, but um, yeah. yeah. So new job, new bread. Trying to just focus new job, on new bread myself. <laughs> you know, I went out with some girls last weekend, and I was like, "Bitch, you bad as fuck." I need to start wearing more tight clothes. And just like, like you're bad. Something. Yes. You, she, as in she. Um, <laughs> oh, no, not like I saw a girl in the streets. No, I thought Apple, you were talking about your friend. Some homosexualness. <laughs> shady shouting? No, no, no. I thought you were saying, like, oh, her friend was bad. No, as no, 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 no. Tight dress, and then Glenn was like, I need to do it too. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was looking at myself, and I was like, all right, this is just my own, this is my season. Like, I'm in my season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miss Pinky, what's going on with you? Uh, well, I also have a new job um, that I really love. Um, <laughs> what did Glenn say? New job, new bread. <laughs> yep, new job, new bread. <laughs> um, what else? I mean, I feel like everything feels very, like, stable right now. Like, um, I'm like happy for long periods. Like, you know how you have those times in life where it's like, oh, everything's crazy. 
I don't feel yeah, that yeah. way. Um, sorry, is that boring? <laughs> no. I feel great. Yeah. Um, I guess the only thing that I think about often now is like the future, like my family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there actually is a possibility of a big change on the horizon, but it's still not present yet. So I won't talk about it till it's actually a thing. Um, I have a question. What is it like, like going to all these weddings and having so many people around you getting married? Like, what do you think that puts into, is it, is it does it shift the energy at all? Or has it changed the energy like in your, in your relationship or like within your friend dynamic? Does it That's what like I was wondering too. Like you're all kind of turning a new chapter. Yeah. Um, I think the, I think, so at the beginning of the year, my partner told me that he wants to get, well, he asked me if I, if I'm ready to get married and I said, yeah. So like, and these are ongoing conversations that we have. Um, we are doing like a lot of work in our relationship, just like understanding, cause we are, we are different people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for those of you who believe in signs. He's a Sagittarius. I'm a Capricorn. Um, And so like naturally we're different. You know, I come from immigrant family. He's black American. Um, You know, I come from a working class home. I would say he comes from a middle class family. There's some differences, right? So we have Mm -hmm. to learn to align on certain things. But I think we're both so invested that we've been doing that. Um, And... Um, I would say, you know, I, I, I would, I would be lying to say that, like, I also don't want to be married right now. Like, I think it's very clear that I want to be married. Mm -hmm. Um, you will never see me going on one knee, so I will never be proposing to anyone. Um, (laughs) so, but I also have made it clear that, like, I'm not the type of person to be a girlfriend for 10 years, not doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, so you know, with that in mind, the ball's in your court. Right. Um, and I don't know if I'm answering your question. It's, it hasn't really changed the dynamic of our friend group because I think our friend group has always been like couples. So like we're still that, um, yes, we are the unmarried couple, but Mm -hmm. also these other couples have been together since like college. So it's not like, Mm-hmm. you know it makes sense right like they've been girlfriends for 10 years you know right. so they should be getting married right now um they're also all older than me i'm the youngest mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. um what were you gonna say glenn no i was just gonna say i guess i wonder though like you can see it in the like like at the finish line i guess that's not the, the way i wanted to phrase that but like you all are going to be like in this kind of married like mar- a, un- a unit as like married couples and I don't know. I just, I I'm like fantasizing ahead for you guys. I'm like, Oh, their summer shares. Oh, their kids. Like I just see the whole thing. Like, and I feel like once it starts to like really come together around you, I'm wondering if you're like seeing it too, like what the next chapters will start to look like and stuff. Yeah. Like my friends are like buying houses with mm-hmm. their husbands, buying condos and like, it's a beautiful thing, but I also have to remind myself too that like I'm also like a lot younger than a lot of these people. Like they're like over 30, like not mm-hmm. mid-30, but like almost. Um, and as we said, like a year is so one year is so different, right? Yeah. Um, so a lot can happen in a year. So I also have to like 
I do have to sometimes remind myself, like, don't compare yourself to other people. Like, enjoy your situation and enjoy, be happy in your situation. Um, you know, therapy is helping with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'm answering your question. I need yeah. more direct questions. No, I know. It's very lofty. <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm just trying. I'm like, I guess I'm trying to ask. Say what about, you want to know. I'm asking about a vibe. Like, what is the vibe? And like, you know, it's like if people around you start making bread, it's like, oh, abundance is coming. Like, we all are about to level up. Everybody's getting new jobs. I'm getting a new job. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it? Does it feel like y'all are all like leveling up together? Or like, like yes. you're yes. entering into a new phase. It feels like we're all leveling up together. And the fact that so many people around me are married and like in the, you know, their blissful, you know, start of marriage kind of Mm -hmm. phase. um, It actually feels like a very positive thing because it's like, um, I feel like when you're single and you're around single people, they, you know, some experts, you know, like Kevin Samuels. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Don't trigger me. (laughs) Just kidding, guys. But they say things like, you know, if you're a single woman that wants to be in a relationship, you should not be around single women. You know, Mm -hmm. you should be around what you Mm. want, what you aspire to. And I want to be married um, specifically to the person I'm with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it is a positive thing that we're around so many like like like-minded people who are also like, oh, I want my person and I want to build with my person. So I think it's a positive thing. Yeah, no, I think it's beautiful. And it's also kind of cool that you all will be beginning this journey around the same time. Like marriage is a, is a journey. Mm -hmm. And like that, the fact that so many people are getting married at the same time and can like do this thing together also seems very exciting and beautiful. It's so cool. And and you can like lean on each other. Exactly. Oh, like, you know, how do you handle this kind of thing? Right. And like, you know, not mimic it because we're all different and our dynamics are, you know, different, but, um, you know, lean on each other for advice. And it's, yeah, it is, it is nice to have people around you that are in like very serious marriages Mm -hmm. and relationships. Mm -hmm. Ah! So much is going to be so different soon. So exciting. And I think that's interesting and also related to the show, right? Because Amanda's character um, what's her name? Tiffany. Tiffany. Um, I wish they would dig in more to her and Kelly sometimes. Like, I yeah. feel like, you know, she's obviously like a trope, like light skin girl, blonde mm-hmm. hair, AK, always has a man, da da da. Like, and I feel like that's usually like, you know, they always like to make the light skin person bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's going through this journey and like trying to figure out maybe they'll go into it they went into it a little bit last season but like Mm -hmm. that's an experience too right when you're doing this stuff but the people around you are still kind of like yeah not there yet um and like although you're happy about where you are it's like damn like I can't really talk to them about certain things Mm -hmm. or they're not interested in certain things that I'm experiencing and like yep she was literally pregnant and at was were they at Coachella? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. Yikes! You won't see me there. <laughs> yeah. They are. They're, they're yeah, fucking. Bitches. They're they're low key self absorbed. Like they're good friends, but they're kind of self absorbed. Yeah. Like in the car, there was a moment where they were all laughing at Kelly, and I don't know who she was texting, but I'm like, y'all don't see that her feelings are hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And y'all kikiing and laughing. 
Like that shit is lame. I would have cursed them out. That's how I would have reacted. But like Kelly just like kind of folded in like a little ball and was like texting whoever she was texting. Yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, they're growing. They're not mature yet, as we can see. We sure hope 30. so. I hope so. Someone told me that the show, I need to really fact check this, that on the first episode, Issa is turning 29. So are we to believe that all this shit happened in one year? What are you I talking about? I think she's about? like 32 now. Oh, okay. I thought she said on the 31, first. 31, 32. That she was 31, like, on, or 30, that she was 30 on this last episode. Of season five. Of season five, 30. Like flat 30. Maybe not. Maybe she's. I mean, there was 30s. an episode where she had a birthday, a 30th birthday. Oh, there was? Wasn't that when they, wasn't that when they went to Coachella? That was her 30th birthday? No, maybe that was Malibu. How? Yeah. They celebrated her 30th birthday at some point. So she's above 30. But someone Lisa told me that like, on the first episode, like the, the first episode of season one. Remember, she it, it's her birthday or something because Lawrence got yes. her that like weak ass card, yes. and she was or only turning twenty nine. So I don't know. I'm just saying all that to say that this show is supposed to take place over either a year or two, and so much shit has happened. Like so That's much real, can happen in yeah in that amount of time. In a year. In a year. Literally in a year. Well, yeah. there's an insecure wiki page, mm-hmm. and it says on season one she's twenty nine. Yeah, per the wiki page. Right. And on, but we're on now. season five. And she said, I'm 30 now or I'm 31 now or something on the last episode, on the first episode of season five. Well, that's just not possible because if season one happens and now we're on season five and Amanda Seals now has a whole baby, like when she's more than 30, she's in yeah. her 30. She's in okay, her maybe she's 30s. like 32. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> see, the five seasons didn't happen in a year. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm really just, trying to figure out. doesn't make any sense. Keep yeah, looking in the insecure wiki, though. I really want to know. I've seen people's lives change in a year, like OD. Oh, yeah. My friend moved to Wisconsin, got married, had a baby. Yep. In a year. Um, Woo! And has quit her job, like, housewife now. Just like that. Uh, just like that. Mm-hmm. But, but, okay, what about the thing with Kelly, though? Like, the fact that they didn't, like... That shit's mad corny. I, um... It's corny, but, like... That's what people do. People do that all the time. I used to have friends. We're like talking that. about when she was dead. When when they were talking about her being dead, and they were like all laughing and not taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah. And in general, just like she just is the 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 comedic the relief in the joke. Yeah, yeah. She said, "Am I a joke to you?" And they were. I like, fault oh, them, yeah, but are. I also will fault her for the simple fact that it seems like she doesn't really like she leans into that comical side. So. I mm-hmm. do want to see her like be able to open up us to learn more about her because she is like a very serious person. Apparently she has a whole podcast. Didn't know. I know. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. That, that was, was cool. cool. Yeah. Was it was really hilarious. Cool. Hold on. Actually, that really was emotional for me. That was like beautiful. But two things though, because first of all, that I thought that was so beautiful at the end because it was just so like, I uh, was like speaking to the show. I wanted to cry. Like the show's about to end. But then, they were showing Lawrence on the plane that was rattling, and I was like, "What is going on?" What? Like, there's a they 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 show a clip that looks like Lawrence is in a plane crash. I'm not kidding. What are you talking about? They Lawrence do is not in a damn plane crash. They show something <laughs> like that. No, they this do is not final in destination. the um, They show that in the yes. There's like a recap, like a a thing looking forward through the whole season, and she's like, "What would you do if you only had one oh. day left?" 
Oh, you think he's going to die? Where Lawrence is like on the plane, like looking around. Oh, okay. I didn't see. I thought you meant in this episode. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Yeah, it's possible he dies this season. And he's like, that would be horrible. That would be so horrible. Well, but that's life, right? We act like life is infinite. I could fucking step outside and die today. And that's why you shouldn't treat people like fucking shit. But people don't get that. And they do that as if like life is promised. Like anyone can die at any time. Well, yes. back to your point about, yeah, I think two things, they are, I think that's the way that they showed like, oh, you treat me like a joke, I think was also like a, speaking to the, to the, to the viewer. Cause the viewer looks at her as like the little joke, but they also make her like that. Like they paint her to be the comic relief, like in the writing, but the, the viewers have like gone to be like, Kelly's my favorite. She's hilarious. She's hilarious. But I've always wondered like why we're always saying she's our favorite when we don't even really know this woman because they don't really show us the real her. So I feel like because they were like, let's open up the first episode with trying to like give her some humanity. Mm-hmm. You know? I think it could be because she's easy, right? And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, like the little, like the, okay, whatever. People who are like, ah, smiling all the time. Everything's mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm not a complicated person. People tend to like that kind of person because it's yeah. just fucking easy. Like, mm. they're just a joke and fun and like, funny and it's always positive and mm-hmm. da, da, da. but like that's not a real person and usually people like that are like they could be dealing with shit that you don't even know about you know yep yeah and it's you don't you know you could go to them with your shit because they seemingly don't have shit or right. they don't yeah but everyone has shit. it's true and now a word from our sponsors Hey y'all, it's your girl Glenn. One thing I'm constantly trying to work on is staying hydrated. But between long work days with lots of coffee and nights out in the city with lots of wine, I don't always stick to it, but it's important. When I'm hydrated, my body literally feels better. I'm sharper and more energized. So when I need a boost, I turn to vitamin water. At its core, vitamin water is a simple way to hydrate while incorporating vitamins and gaining electrolytes. Plus, it tastes great. There are delicious zero-sugar varieties like vitamin water Gutsy, a watermelon peach flavor, which has 5 grams of prebiotic fiber that aid in digestion and support gut health. And base varieties like vitamin water Triple X, an acai blueberry pomegranate flavor that contains 2.5 times more antioxidants and selenium to help combat free radicals. And my personal favorite is the vitamin water Power C, which is a dragon fruit flavor and is filled with vitamin C and zinc to support normal immune function. So when you're looking for an extra boost to your hydration, but also want to incorporate a kick of vitamins and electrolytes and more, look no further than vitamin water. What would you do? Okay, ladies, um, now that we've talked about potential death of Lawrence, I'm Maybe I just Googled to... it. There's stuff on the internet. People are wondering. I know I'm not, I know I wasn't tripping. I'm going to take that. us into the what would you do? Um... We don't have a form of what would you do, but if you watch the show, you know that Lawrence knocked up Condola, a.k.a. Canola, Condolisa. a.k.a. Condoleezza. Condoleezza. <laughs> the girls were just dragging our good, our good sis. She ain't even do nothing to y'all. Um, and yeah, it seems as though, yeah, a full year has not happened because the baby has not dropped. So we don't think the baby's been born yet. We don't know the way Lawrence's face was looking. That boy looked like he'd been up all night changing pampers. (laughs) Okay, his face was full. The boy looked tired. But it seemed like she said she wasn't ready. And if it had already happened, 
Listen, we all know. We're going to find out. There may or may not be a baby. There's a baby in Shorty's belly, or it could be in, in the a bassinet. Right. Either way, <laughs> what do we think? Like, if you were in that situation, do you think you would have been able to stay, or would you have to dip out and just, like, keep it pushing? Mm. I mean, I'm fucking a man with a child. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. Yeah, it's like different. He ain't have a baby on you, even though right. Lois kind of didn't have a baby on her. Either, he didn't have a baby but, on her. Yeah, they weren't but, together. Yeah, but like, um, and they're trying to like start a relationship, and it's at the, the beginning of their relationship that the baby is here. Like that's stressful. Right. I mean, well, the no, it's right. not the beginning of the relationship. They have a history together. Oh, right. Okay, so there, there's the actually re, two things the, re, the, re, the restart. Right. But I also, there was a moment where in the last season where he's telling Issa he has his baby on the way. And I was like, yo, the, 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 the reaction to have right now is like, yes, you're tight. But it's also to like kind of be there for your friend who's like in this crazy situation. Like he's about to have a kid. He don't really want to have this kid. He's stressed out. His life about to get crazy. Like I just would have wanted to give him a hug in that moment versus being like, what does this mean for us? Like, yes, and, like, are you, are you okay? Do you know what I mean? So, I don't know. <laughs> Chelsea's face right now. No? No? I felt bad for Lawrence. Yeah, but that's not your first reaction, right? We're human, and you're, like, in love and in bliss, and then you fucking drop this bomb on me. Yes, the next day I would say, okay, well, how are you feeling? Whatever. Okay, I'm just saying. Like, I think <laughs> that's a part of, the, a part of it. I think that's a part of it. So I'm just wondering how she, if she's saying she couldn't, I just need more context of why she broke up with the dude because she said that the trip gave her perspective and I wasn't really sure in what way. Like I didn't see like a defining moment on the trip that would have made her go back and break up with him. Did y'all? Well, she had this whole thing in her brain oh. on the panel. Oh. Well, yes, Molly. Wasting but I think, life. Yeah, she got into this whole thing of like, am I oh. wasting my time? Is this what I want to do? So like, yeah, she could have been talking about block but that could have also applied mm. to like her situation is your baggage gonna hold me back from like getting to where i'm trying to get to like now i'm a whole fucking stepmom mm-hmm. yeah the, i mean the thing that i've had in my experience that would just that becomes frustrating is like you can't get in between a person and their kid like nope they're gonna spend like i know that that this guy his all his saturdays are with his daughter all the time or like yeah, he he just has to be with his his kid, and you, and have you to, can't really be mad. Can't, can't. Yeah, at first I was like, maybe I could figure it out. No, no, I can't. I can't. If you can be like flexible like that, no. then sure. It's not in the cards. But again, like she, it does seem like in many ways her and Lawrence are like. He's one of her soulmates, mm-hmm. and so it's like do you give that up like over something that like, you know, it's not like he had a baby on her. He did right. not uh, cheat on her. And like, you know, this is, he was in a relationship and this is something that happened and he didn't even want it. And the girl is, it's not up to him. So like, exactly. do you end that and have regrets for the rest of your life? Like that was my guy. And I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm out. like, I'm like, I get that it's upsetting, but it's also like, okay, this is like your, this man is going through it. You act like he want to be here. and and like did this shit on purpose and it like, can make the relationship stronger see i think it's the opposite if you're like not mentally there like they just got back right she's dealing with her own shit of like whatever her little 
panel crisis. And then on top of this, this is a newly budding relationship. Like, yes, you guys were together, but now your relationship is going to a different place. And this added layer of whatever the fuck he got going on. And there's a baby mama in the situation. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of unknown ingredients. I don't know if that's going to taste very good. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. It is a lot. I agree. It is a lot. And I definitely wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm all here for it. But I'm just saying, right. like, after some <laughs> thought, maybe it could be an, a yes. Because just, like, you don't just throw people away that you actually care about. Like, that you actually have, like, a deep connection with. That you actually have. And this is an example of this, of this is what we were talking about earlier. Like, people do shit to you and you stay there and you stay there and you stay there. And there's a reason. But in this, and then finally there's a last straw. But in this case, he didn't do it to her. Like, it's just a circumstance. Like, he didn't cheat on her and have some baby on her. Like, he was in a whole nother relationship. And the girl decided to keep the baby. But I don't think it has anything to do with, like, blame. It's just, like, is that something that you are ready to take on? Like, that's now going to very, going to change the way that they Very, yeah. Completely change your your dynamic and, and your life. And, like, if you... To me, if you're not stable, like that seems like a lot. I would see like, yeah, can we be friends? Can I, you know, be there for you? But I don't know if like romantically we can do this right now. Like, That's let me person. get. Yeah, I don't know. Their love is so real. I think I would be like Let's try trying it. to support him in it and hope. Damn. That's a hot mess. Like <laughs> Now you got to call Condola. Now you really being a third parent. Like, but the good thing is, it's a baby. Yeah. It's not a 10-year-old. babies. Babies are cute. But I'm saying, like, the kid will grow oh, up with you. Like, right. So and they have a relationship with you, beginning. too. Yeah. And, then it, you know, yeah. if she's open to that, which seems like Condola, it seems like Condola was actually kind of reasonable. Yeah. She, she, just, so, reasonable. Like, she doesn't yes. seem crazy. Right. She just wants a child, and she knows, you know, she may not have another opportunity. Um. So maybe she'd be open for that, like Ooh. for the baby to have a relationship with Issa, you know? Right. And it's not saying that Issa has to really be a mom, mom, but like when she's oh, with, like with, the, with the man, like the kid might be there and that's just going to be a part of it. Sometimes. And who knows? She might fucking love the kid and be like, fuck, now I get to be a mommy without having Issa's to push not, But that's what, maybe what she was thinking was like, she's like, I'm not really ready to be nobody's mom. I don't Issa even know don't what's even good know. with the block. The block. the block. El block. Yeah. B L O C. The blow C C. The blow C C. Yeah, I don't know. That one's a complicated one because I think it's that it was like as we were saying, it's the beginning of their restart, and I I could see when he told her that he was having he had a baby on the way, like their future flashing before her own eyes, and her being like, "Damn, we're not going to have my this whole shit. first baby together and all of this shit." Like, right. Yeah, but life I mean, is not always like you imagine it to be. It's not always clean, and you know, I talked to a lot of older women on the clubhouse, <laughs> and actually, one of the women she was talking about how I think she's in her forties now, happily married, like great as 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 she presented it. I don't know her, um, great relationship, two homes, like financially stable, like happy, whatever. Um, she was like her, one of her like non-negotiables was I'm not dating no man with kids. And then she met this guy who had a kid Uh and that's her husband now. And she was like, she wanted to have the first kid with him. Like that's something she wanted to do was have a first kid together. But anyway, she threw out that, um, and she's very happy. 
Mm. As the child of a multi-child household. Okay. You know it from a different. But one kid is also different than multiple. Multiple. We got, we had so many. (laughs) Oh, it's ghetto. (laughs) You know, let me not say that. I'm talking about my own family. I'm not talking about (laughs) y'all. I don't know. I'm so excited about this season. Like even like, it looks like in some of the flash forwards that they were, uh, going to address the male perspective too. So Tiffany's husband, who was like, I wasn't ready for a kid. Like, even mm. though we were married, like I wasn't ready to be right. a father. And then she just got pregnant. And now I'm just a dad. Oh, wow. Okay. That'll be really beautiful to see them have like bonding moments. Yeah. I, their yeah, relationship is so weird. I'm like, they're so dry. With- oh, I was talking about um Tiffany and her husband. Oh, yeah, I yeah. I love them. But I mean, like, I wonder if her husband... I think they do. He loves that cute. girl. He I think loves he her. loves her, but like, does she love him? She's not. She doesn't. She's interested on that show. She's. A special, I know. I feel like they're like making her like a girl. Villain. It make her like a little joke. Yeah, like a little. Yeah. Not likable. Like, what's to love? It's like, why do you love her so much? But some some men like love. She those, keeps it a that buck. kind of woman. And she is. Who she? she is. She does. Yeah. She's like. Mm. Issa, y'all weren't together. I introduced Condola Lords. What's the problem? Oh. <laughs> that, I mean, that was real. I wouldn't do that. That was, I was fucked like, up, actually. <laughs> I don't not like lying. that. I don't She's not that. lying. I forgot about it? that. But where's the lie? I don't like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And when everyone was mad, I think it was um, whoever's the stylist, or maybe it was Melina. One of them was like, you know, for the AKs that are mad, like, yeah. come get me. Because in my opinion, we are... This woman is married. She's a good mother. Right. She has a great career. Right. She's college educated. She's well spoken. Isn't this exactly what you would want? Right. You know, to represent your organization. Um, and just, just to see your organization mad. on screen, that's kind of cool. I don't know. Right. They should have made her. Mm. I gotta go. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, ladies, I gotta go to Shoba. Get these brows together. I gotta but start this is really my work fun. It's fun. Oh my god, I love this. I love oh, Insecure. Yes. I'm obsessed with the fucking show. And ah, can't wait. Oh. oh, we didn't even get to talk about the thing. What's we'll the thing? Another time. The confusion of like making more money and all the money. Oh, you was around and a lot of uh, what Malcolm X. We'll call black no. excellence. <laughs> so funny. Not even, not even me. black middle class. I'm reading Malcolm X be like the PhDs walking around with the white devils. They got black heads and white bodies. And I was like, oh my God. What? <laughs> I'm telling y'all, no disrespect to Malcolm X. That nigga's a five percenter. Okay. A hundred percent. You didn't finish the book. Clearly. I didn't finish the book. I didn't finish the book. But I'm like, whoa, like. When you see, like, he was I out in Harlem Mons. recruiting, you're like, oh. Okay. This. On Fulton Street. No, Yo, no. <laughs> we should do an episode on Black Excellence and talk about our kind of people, even though that show is fucking sucks. But I tried to watch it. It's fucking terrible. I'm not it's watching it. Terrible. It's really bad. The but maybe so we can bad. just reference, like, a couple no of, of shit in, uh, in pop culture and media. Like, that can be one. We could talk about the book. We could talk about... Uh, where else do we see it come up? The fucking Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like we can like critique a couple different. That's your episode, our Jack and Joe Queen. Right. 
I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing Our you. HBCU princess. <laughs> Our BAP. Okay. Our pure egos. Ah, <laughs> okay. Our reparations. reparations. Hey, give us some. Actually, I would get them too. I'll give you some, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get mine from Spain. <sighs> Somebody got to pay. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Where to find us? Hello, oh, yeah, Black Chelsea, Girl, Sex do your thing. Email. Yeah, go ahead, Chelsea. Take us out. You got it. You were doing a great job. No, I got scared. All right, <laughs> email us your what would you do is at hello at Black Girl Sexing. You can also follow us at Black Girl Sexing on Instagram or on Twitter, where Black Girl Sex One, and we have a Patreon, Black Girl Sexing, and we have a website where you can buy sweatshirts and shit because it's about to get chilly at blackgirlsexing.com. Wow, she's a professional. All right, y'all. Bye. Didn't know we're independent. So support. Yeah, if you can't buy merch or join our Patreon, we do have just a general support tab on our website. And any donation dollar amount counts. Sure does. Even though now Glenn tell Josh she's rich and a tax break more new job, new bread. New job. Chill, chill, son. That's what I said. New job, new friend. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting, and we'll see you next week. Bye.